What we learned really early in our business is that in the dental field, the key to success is to get KOLs on board. What's a KOL? Key opinion leaders. So if we could get our product into these leading dentists who were writing articles and giving seminars and doing lectures, other dentists would buy our product. Mm. And that's what we did. So we worked with these guys until I became the biggest KOL, right? Right, right. Because no other dentist was on primetime TV. Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people We've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. So welcome to another episode of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex, and my special guest today, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Good day to you, Dr. Bill. Good day to you. I love your screw it, just do it. We're going to talk a little bit about chew it and do it. <laughs> I love that. We'll, we'll use that in the promotion for sure. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> awesome. So um, for those of you joining the show, Dr. Bill Dorfman is a celebrity cosmetic dentist who's been practicing for over 30 years in the Beverly Hills area and has had a career pretty much unparalleled to any other dentist in history. He's transformed the smiles of celebrities such as Katy Perry, Usher, Anthony Hopkins, Fergie, Hugh Jackman, Michael Strahan, Jessica Simpson, Mark Wahlberg, and Eva Longoria, among many others. Dr. Bill was the only dentist featured on ABC's hit show, Extreme Makeover, and is currently a recurring guest co-host on the CBS Emmy-awarded daytime talk show, The Doctors. Referred to as the Michael Jordan of dentistry, that's a pretty damn good title. He's also appeared on numerous TV shows, including Larry King Live, Oprah, Access Hollywood, E! Extra, and Entertainment Tonight. So for those of you uh, super interested in business founders, he is the founder of Discus Dental, one of the world's leading dental companies. He's helped lead the company from its inception to more than $1.3 billion in sales, primarily with award-winning tooth whitening products such as Zoom and Bright Smile, and about to release some new products, which we'll be super excited to dive into. So Dr. Bill has received 20 Lifetime Achievement Awards, two Guinness World Records, a New York Times bestselling author, and recently was the first dentist ever knighted by the Royal Order of Constantine. So as a passionate philanthropist, together with country singer Garth Brooks and a Crown Council of Dentists, he's helped raise more than $44 million for children's charities. He's also the founder of the nonprofit Leap Foundation, a week-long motivational leadership program taught at UCLA every summer to more than 400 students between the ages of 15 and 25 plus. More than just a dentist, Dr. Bill is an author, entrepreneur, philanthropist, TV personality, health and fitness enthusiast, proud father of three daughters. You've got one more than me and much, much more, which we're going to find out about today. So listen, I want to kick things off by asking, 
you've been practicing for over 30 years now and you clearly get to improve and in some cases really change somebody's life with what you do. You also get to meet and connect with super interesting people, super successful people. What still makes you want to do what you do to get out of bed in the morning and help people with what you do? Wow. You know, okay, first of all, next year will be my 40th anniversary from graduating dental school. Wow. I'm six, I'm 63 years old and uh, I think I'm the oldest shirtless guy they've ever had in GQ magazine <laughs> when I did that <laughs> fitness article last year. But you know, here's the thing. You know, we grew Discus Dental from its inception and I love like you know, we were just talking about the fact I ski a lot. And it's such a great icebreaker, you know, when you're on the, the chairlift and people are like, oh, what do you do? And I say, oh, I invented Zoom. They're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I invented Zoom. And unfortunately, I didn't invent Zoom video conferencing. I invented <laughs> Zoom tooth whitening, but it was still pretty cool. And, um, you know, as you said, we grew that company literally from its inception with zero dollars, zero investors, zero funding to 1.3 billion in sales before selling it to Philips. And that happened in 2010. In fact, it happened on 10, 10, 10 at 10 a.m. Uh. And the reason that's such a significant thing for me is because in a little bit, we'll talk about my Leap Foundation, which I would love to get your 15-year-old daughter to come to in LA. Oh, love she, to she will meet Paula Abdul. Paula will be there every year. No. For sure. For sure, she'll meet Paula. Paula has wow. never missed Leap. So you have to send her. But, you know, one of the things I do with kids at Leap, within the first hour of them ar uh, arriving, is I'll look out in the audience and I'll say to these kids, when you woke up this morning, whether you thought you did this or not, you put a number on your head. One's the lowest and 10's the highest. And I always say, how many of you did not put a 10 on your forehead this morning? They raise their hands and then I look out and I say, who picked the number? You. So you didn't have to take a test. You didn't have to do anything. Why would you pick anything less than a 10? I said, wipe that off and put a 10 on there. Now the really smart ones will say, okay, that's a zero one. Like, no, it's a 10. Okay. <laughs> and from now on, I want you to walk like a 10, talk like a 10, act like a 10, but most importantly, surround yourself with other kids that are 10. In fact, we give them all these little pop sockets for their phones. Cool. I am a 10, right? So here it is. You know, I've had this company for 20 years on 10, 10, 10 at 9 a.m. October 10th, 2010, 9 a.m. The merger documents come in. I sign them and wait until exactly 10 a.m. to push send because I wanted it to be a perfect 10 day. And I'll tell you something, Alex. I mean, I grew up super poor. I mean, like really poor. <laughs> and um, I always knew as a dentist, uh, I'd be okay. Like, I mean, I, I knew I, I'd be able to not be poor <laughs> like we were. I never in my life imagined 
that I could push a button and all of a sudden my bank account would light up like, you know, the Christmas, Christmas tree, Literally. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it still blows me away. I mean, it was a moment I will never forget in my life. And, um, you know, the next day I came to work and I did an all hands on deck meeting and I had everybody come in and I said, listen, you know, you guys know I've worked harder than anybody I had ever met. I mean, I was working 15, 16 hour days, seven days in a row between, you know, doing dentistry and doing extreme makeover on ABC and, 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 and running a company and a foundation and, and, and. And I said, these are my new hours. And I basically cut my hours to 25 hours a week. And the first reaction was, Doc, are you okay? <laughs> like, wait, yeah. Like they thought I had cancer or something. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's all good. I said, I, I sold my company. And they're like, okay. And why are you still working? I said, yeah. I hate golf. I said, I hate golf. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Alex, it is so rare in life that you really, really feel your true calling. Mm. And, and that's it. I mean, I do a lot of things professionally. There is nothing I do that even compares to the feeling I get when, when I help restore a patient's mouth and, and give them the health and the confidence that they never had by restoring their smile. I, I just love it. And, and, you know, uh, I mean, as long as I can see and I have, you know, manual dexterity, I, I can keep doing dentistry because I love doing it. And, and I, I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I can't even explain the feeling. You know, it's funny because, you know, in dental school, like you'll do a root canal and you'll get super excited. How excited do you think the patient got? that's a zero yeah yeah right or you do this great perio surgery you know how excited do you think the patient got Mm. zero you know but then you have a young man who walks in who had half a front tooth and you make a perfect replica of that front tooth to the other tooth how excited do you think he gets yeah yeah, like a 10 yeah you know so I really decided to focus on cosmetic dentistry. And in fact, I'm coming to your country in December. They're awarding me with a lifetime achievement award for not just what I do in cosmetic dentistry, but for what I've done in cosmetic dentistry to help. You know, ABC's Extreme Makeover was really, really revolutionary for dentistry because prior to that, we never got good airtime. Let's mm. face it, Marathon Man, Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, <laughs> we were the brunt of every bad joke, and it was always horrific, you know. And, you know, for the first time in the history of media, uh, I got to be on TV every Thursday night and show all the great stuff that cosmetic dentistry does. And cosmetic dentistry grew by 30 to 40% worldwide. Really? As a result of that show, yeah. Wow. And, and you mentioned, you know, having that calling. And for some people, they'll never find a calling in their life. But for you, 
what age did you did you feel that calling? It's still obviously very strong. It comes across in your in your passion as you're just talking now. Well, I mean, as a little kid, I fell and knocked out all my teeth, and we had a great family dentist, and so I became instead of scared, intrigued by the profession. But I think the time I really realized that I was kind of different than other dentists was right after dental school, I went and I did a residency program in Lausanne, Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't speak French. So it was a great opportunity. I learned to speak French. I learned to ski and I learned to really, you know, kind of uh, tune up my skills as a dentist and develop them. Because, And so I was working in a clinic with about 20 other dentists. And I just realized that it, 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 it was really sim- easy for me. Dentistry was, it was never hard. It was, it, it was like, I, it, I almost feel pre-programmed, you know, where I would see other dentists like struggling to do something. I work three or four times faster than any dentist I know. I, and, and I always have, and very efficiently. It's funny. I, I, I've never told this story on a podcast and I do hundreds and hundreds of them, but I had a woman come in. Oh, uh, I don't even know if she's still alive. Her name was, was Vivian Ravel. And she was touted as the, as the world's leading psychic. And this mm-hmm. woman was in, incredibly successful and gave seminars and blah, blah, blah. and um, anyhow, I was working on her. And as I was working, I, I could see that she was like staring in my eyes. Most people, when they're sitting in the chair, they just sit back and close their eyes. Yeah. But I, I mean, I could see kind of in my proof. And she said, stop. And I stopped. And she said, I know what you're thinking. And I'm like, okay, this is the biggest hoax ever because <laughs> there's no way she can know what I'm thinking because I'm not thinking anything. I'm mm-hmm. just in autopilot. Like I literally am not thinking. I'm just, I'm like, I feel like I'm just this vessel, just this vessel just doing. Like, yeah. like I'm not thinking anything. I'm just in like autopilot mode. And as I'm saying that to myself, she looks at me again and says, I know what you're thinking. And I said, I said, what? She goes, you're not thinking about anything. You're in autopilot mode. No. No. I was like, you're, you're right. She goes, continue. And then I did. (laughs) Continue. Oh my goodness. So it was, it was crazy, you know, but you know, I, I think, you know, for your audience, and the kids that come to my LEAP program, I always feel like if, if I could get them to embrace these two things, I did my job. First, don't wait for opportunities in life. Make them. Mm. If I meet another millennial who tells me they're waiting for the universe to do something for them, I want to just bang my head against the wall. The universe doesn't care about you, Okay. Don't even think it does. It doesn't. Things don't happen for a reason. You make the reason, Mm -hmm. right? Number two, when you do get an opportunity, Alex, don't take it. Master it. 
Mm-hmm. Like it. Yeah. Listen, when ABC put me on Extreme Makeover, dentistry in the bag, TV, not so much. <laughs> you know, if you watch the first two or three episodes, have you ever heard the term a deer in headlights? That, that was, was you, me. Was it? <laughs> I, I was awful. I was horrid. It was painful for me to watch. Right. And I thought, they're going to fire me. Like, <laughs> they should fire me. I stink. <laughs> you know? And instead of waiting to get fired, I, be, I, I got proactive. I hired Ramey Warren Black, who is a media trainer for all the kids on American Idol. For right. I mean, for everything. And uh-huh. I worked and I worked with her and I took classes in teleprompting, classes in hosting, classes in scene study. Class. I mean, I, I studied and studied and studied so I could be the best version of me that I could be. And I'll tell you something that was so incredibly delightful. Wednesday morning, I've been on a TV show called The Megan Pormer Show. Um, she films um, around town. Um, it's an interview show and it it airs on Fox, uh, Saturday mornings. And I've been on Megan's show and she asked me if I would come on and talk about launching my two new products. And I asked her for a favor and I rarely ever ask people for favors, but I said, Megan, my daughter, Georgie just launched a clothing line. It's called the website is shop all my love. Okay. And it's, it's for young girls and mm-hmm. it's very stylish and very hip and all that. And it's doing really well. And I said, would you do a segment with Georgie? She said, doc for you, I'll do anything. Awesome. So I got my daughter, her first TV gig. Well, that's cool. And one of the things I teach at leap to kids is this thing we say copy genius. If you want to be successful in a profession, look and see what the most successful people in that profession are doing, Mm. copy it and do it better. And I thought, you know what? It's been forever. I'm going to call Ramey Warren Black and see if she's still doing media training. So I haven't literally haven't talked to her since probably 2007 or eight. Wow. Okay. Number still worked. (laughs) <laughs> it was a great catch up. And I told her about Georgie and Georgie went in and worked with Ramey for two hours. And then two days later went on this TV show and totally nailed it. That's Just awesome. nailed it. And, you know, Georgie had a lot of things that needed work on the mm-hmm. interview thing. And like, it's kind of hard. Look at you've got two girls. I've got three girls. I'll tell you why leap works. I have three daughters. If I tell my daughters to do something, they're not going to do it. Now, if (laughs) if you're an expert in a field and you tell them to do something, they might do it. Mm. But if 10 of their little girlfriends tell them to do it, guess what happens? Mm. Gets done, right? Very true. So, you know, that's why leap works, but... I kind of insisted and I bribed her because I said, Georgie, if you work with my media trainer, I'll pay for it. Yeah. Well, how, how could she say no to that one? Right. 
but that's like, by the way, when you get to be our age, it, yeah, and when you, your kids want to stop going on vacations with you, the way you get them to go is say, pick a place anywhere in the world. I'll take you. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you could bring a friend. <laughs> uh, that's the one. So I yeah. always travel with six little girls. It's awesome. Oh my but um, yeah, she totally nailed it. It was, it was so beautiful. And my favorite, favorite, favorite moment of the interview was when Megan said, Georgie, who would you say is your greatest mentor? My dad. Yes. <laughs> That's great that you not only got her that, you know, created that opportunity for her, but the fact that she took that opportunity and literally hit it out of the park. That's the key. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. Last year at Leap, you know, and I get great speakers at Leap. Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Hopkins, that one. Eva yeah. Longoria, um, Paula Abdul, Michael Strahan, um, Jason Alexander from um, Seinfeld, Usher. I mean, I, I get gr- last year I had Georgie come as a speaker and teach the kids how she started her business, how she mm. formed an LLC, how she got her business license, what kind of insurance and liability insurance she. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like as a proud dad on the side, beaming. And, and how old is Georgie compared to how old the, the kids are that she's speaking to? Their age. She, okay. Georgie's 24. So I've got a 29-year-old and then 24-year-old twins. The kids at Leap are 15 to 25 plus. I saw so that. she okay. was right in their age bracket. Yeah, That's cool to learn, to learn from your peers. And how about um, you, you mentioned Extreme Makeover in, in your first TV appearance. How, how did that opportunity present itself? Because you obviously recognize flaws and how you could turn this opportunity into something far greater than that. But how did that opportunity first come up then? Well, let's start back at the beginning. So I opened up my dental practice, right? And I'm just Joe Blow Dentist. And one day this young woman comes in that I had gone to high school with and she needed a lot of work and said, Doc, you know, this is really expensive for me. Would you mind bartering? I'm like, well, what, what do you do? She says, I'm a publicist. I said, okay, what, what do you do? <laughs> like, I didn't know. Like, what's a publicist? <laughs> and you have to understand, this is in 1987. You know, you weren't even barely born. And so uh, she told me, you know, um, and I, I honestly didn't think I needed a publicist. But I also felt bad for her because she really needed a lot of work. So I'm like, okay. So we do this thing. And um, within three months, she gets me in LA Magazine, which is the biggest, most you know, popular magazine in LA, as the best dentist in LA. Right. She had connections there. She sent that whole staff into my office. We you know, did cleanings and I mean, we treated all these people and they wrote this glowing article about me as the best cosmetic dentist in LA. And that line in that magazine was worth a few hundred thousand dollars in revenue for me. And I thought like, wow, this works. Mm. And so, you know, I worked with her and I worked with her and worked with her. And then, um, along comes this opportunity on extreme makeover now extreme makeover 
not the home edition, the people edition, was one of the really first reality TV shows. Yeah, and absolutely. There, we kind of like flew by the seat of our pants. We, there were no rules. There, you know, we, <laughs> everything was. And so, you know, um, one of my patients was friends with the creator of the show and recommended me. Uh, amongst some other dentists. And they the first person they hired for the show was Dr. Garth Fisher. And Dr. Fisher and I are best friends. And so he recommended me as well. So they had me come in for a screen test and um, decided to give me a shot. So we filmed the pilot. Uh, I did Zoom whitening on three patients. That was it. And you know, the show had the highest ratings of any pilot they had done. It was huge. So we immediately get picked up for our first season of 24 episodes. So the first patient, first season needed 20 porcelain veneers, 10 uppers, 10 lowers. I was charging $1,500 a tooth at the time. Now it's like double that. Um, but it was like a $30,000 case. So I sent an invoice to ABC before I started and they crap. <laughs> they like, they're like, Doc, really? Like $30,000? I'm like, well, yeah. They said, well, um, we, didn't, we didn't budget that much for dentistry. Oh, wow. And I said, well, what do you suggest? They said, well, can you do three veneers? I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> like what? She had black teeth. <laughs> like, what are you, every other tooth? Like, no. <laughs> and then I, I, I had, and I tell this to kids at least, you will have life defining moments sometimes you plan them sometimes they just happen but mm. they will change the trajectory of your life forever and i had one and right off i mean this wasn't planned i right off the top of my head i said to the producers and i had the whole lot of them on the phone i said i'll tell you what now you have to understand everybody on extreme makeover got paid the hairstylists, the makeup artists, the plastic surgeons, the weight trainer, like everybody mm -hmm. but me. Oh. And I, I said, I'll make you a deal. They said, what? I said, I'll do all the dentistry for free, totally for free. Don't pay me a penny under the following three conditions. Number one, you feature Zoom tooth whitening in every episode. They said, done. Now you could never do that. Love it. Love on it. TV today. Never. Cause no. they, now they know the value, but back then they're like, okay, that's fine. We'll do that <laughs> Two, You need to give my lab Da Vinci dental credit for every case. I get to say these were, these are Da Vinci veneers because right. I don't want to do it for free and then have like a $10,000 lab. Right. Mm. And number three, I'm the only dentist. Ah, okay. That's why I was the only dentist on the show. Mm. It was in my contract. Gotcha. And why was that important? Because if I'm the only dentist, all you're going to see is Zoom tooth whitening on that show. Yeah. And we were on primetime TV. We were in one of the best spots. Thursday night, primetime. It's huge. Mm. Mm. So ABC didn't pay me, but... Listen to what happened. First year in business, $1 million. Second year, $2 million, $4 million, $8 million, $16 million. And we grew and grew and grew. And we plateaued at about 64 
million in sales. And we couldn't break that barrier. There were Crest White Strips and all these other products. And we just couldn't break that. The mm -hmm. year I went on Extreme Makeover, we went from 64 million to 101 million. The next wow. year, 136 million. And the last year I was on the show, we did almost 200 million in sales. So wow. ABC didn't pay me, but <laughs> it, was, it was okay. But, but they paid you tenfold, really. Yeah. Or right. more even. Wow. That's amazing. And for all of the, the different elements that, that, you, that you have in your life with, uh, you know, the actual, you know, hands-on dentistry that you do with, you know, TV appearances, um, with your foundation, the charity, I uh, can see you, you look after yourself clearly as well. You invest in your own, you know, health and well-being as well. Have you found, you know, that there is a balance in your life to all of this or are some things in far greater balance than the other things? Other things are out of sync at that time. What are your thoughts no, on that? I've never really, I've never really struggled with balance. You know, uh, I mean, I'm kind of like a machine a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not so good, but it's like there are certain things I do every day. Like I eat three meals a day, always. Mm. You know, I go to the gym for an hour a day, always. And if I'm not near a gym, I'll I'll just do push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups wherever I am. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I'm pretty. I also am incredibly gifted with sleep. Like, uh, look, I'm 63 years old. I've never had a bad night's sleep in my entire life. I've never, ever laid in bed and tossed and turned, ever. I lay down, boom, I'm out like a dead person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could be, my kids used to laugh. I could be in the middle of a sentence. If I lay down, done. Like, it's weird. I literally, I'm like a machine. You know, I don't even know how this stuff happens. And here's the weird thing, Alex. Like, okay, so today I was, I knew I was going to interview with you. So I set my alarm clock for 644, right? I woke up at 643. That's hmm. the other thing that's weird. And like, if I come to the UK where I'm in a different time zone and I know I need to get up at nine o'clock, I'll set my alarm clock for nine o'clock. I'll wake up at like 857. Yeah, like, yeah, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm, I literally even I don't think I'm human sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's not many people like that. I'm, I'm the same as you like that. I literally, the second my my head touches the pillow, it, I'm, I'm like that, like you. And I'm the same thing. I will always wake up a couple of minutes before my alarm. But yeah. for 99.9 percent .9 of the other people I've ever met, they're like, really? Don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And and what about people that can't sleep on airplanes? Mm, I can't I sleep. Follow, I fall asleep <laughs> before we before we. Take oh, off. you beat me on that one. And I usually <laughs> wake up when we land, and it hits. Wow, one that's a skill I haven't recently. <laughs> recently, I fell asleep while we were still on the runway. And then something woke me up and I thought we had landed and we hadn't even taken off yet. So I went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's, um, I want to dive into a couple of other things as well. Definitely um, the business growth that you, you talked about there. And you, 
So you started off just with like, you know, zero by bootstrapping yourself. And at some point in time, um, you know, for those listening from a business building perspective, did you did you take on investment? Did you look at like private equity or VCs or angels? How did you kind of scale things up then from like a million dollars to start with? Never. No we way. grew organically and slowly. I mean, we were two employees, then three, then four, then five, then six. Right. And, you know, what we learned really early in our business is that in the dental field, the key to success is to get KOLs on board. What's a KOL? Key opinion leaders. So if we could get our product into these leading dentists who were writing articles and giving seminars and doing lectures, other dentists would buy our product. Mm. And that's what we did. So we worked with these guys until I became the biggest KOL, right? Right, right. Because no other dentist was on primetime TV. So my business partner, I was like a road warrior. There was a period of two or three years, I didn't even know where I was. I literally, they would just like pick me up in a car, drive me somewhere, put me on a plane, pick me up, take me out. And then I do an eight hour seminar, then back home. I, I sometimes I forgot what cities I was in. It was nuts. Wow. I, I so you mean, did that I, whole I, tour basically. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the huh. thing, like we would have dentists come in a, a, to a seminar. I do an all day seminar. We charge like 300 bucks. Right. Mm. And then we would sell like, Eighty, ninety thousand dollars in product. Wow! You know, and our big mm. ones when we would do Vegas, we would get three or four thousand dentists there. We would have like a million dollar weekend. We'd sell a million dollars oh, in product right. in one weekend. Yeah. So you had, so you had to be and, there. To and, and we had a real knack for picking great speakers. Listen to our our speaker lineup: Donald Trump, Bill Cosby. Arnold, I mean, it was hilarious. I mean, no. we, these guys, Dr. Phil, I mean, we had, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, back then, Bill Cosby was like very popular. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And, and yeah, Donald yeah. Trump was doing The Apprentice mm. and my ex-wife was on The Apprentice. So that made sense. And, ah, uh, interesting. And uh, talk to me now. Um, so you sold, sold that business to Phillips and then, did you automatically start another business? Because I know you, you're just about to launch a couple of products. Right. So yeah. I've always practiced dentistry. I never stopped. Um, and my dental practice, it, it could be a whole nother seminar if you want to talk about mm. that. But um, I had to sign a non-compete, obviously, in tooth whitening. Well, that expired. There's a man who lives in my condominium complex. Um, I live on the 30th floor um, in a 5,000 square beautiful. foot condominium, um, it, beautiful views and everything. And it's, it's a really great, great, great building to live in. And there's a man here named Ken Mears who owns Great HealthWorks. Great HealthWorks is a billion dollar company and they sell products. And Ken said, Dr. Bill, come up with a unique whitening product that's new and easy to use and take home. And my company, will sell the heck out of it. And so I did. I took a year of research and um, we're going to launch a new product um, in the next two months. Um, it won't be available in the UK for two reasons. And, and I'll tell you why in, in a second. 
but the product um, is 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 unique. And one of the things about uh, about the product, well, I went back to the drawing board and I thought, okay, what's the most popular tooth whitening product out there today? And those are the strips, right? Mm-hmm. But there's five pain points. Number one, they taste bad. Number two, they hurt your teeth. Number three, they're not comfortable on your teeth. Number four, they slide around when you talk. And number five, at the end of the treatment, you take this disgusting thing out and you throw it away, right? Mm-hmm. I solved all five pain points. We made a, a strip that's good taste, zero sensitivity, super comfortable on your teeth, sticks to your teeth and doesn't slide around. And at the end of the treatment, in 15 minutes, the strip melts in your mouth. So the, no. strip, van- the strip vanishes, the stains <laughs> vanish, and poof, poof. your there teeth you are white. Now, look ah. how I spelled it. I spelled it with three O's. Why? We've got that. Because that way, I own all the social, all everything, all the websites. So you just go to ah. poofwhitening.com, and you can get poof. Now, the two reasons I can't sell it in the UK, number one, the word poof in the UK has a completely different meaning than it does here. In the US, it doesn't have any kind of derogatory meaning. Just yeah. like, you know, you guys call cigarettes fags. Yeah. Well, we don't. Yeah. Right? So, yes, yes. And number two, in the UK, you can't sell a 10% whitening product. We can here. Okay. Um, I, it w- we would have to change it to be 7%. But mm-hmm. anyhow, we're about to launch it, and I'm super excited. The second product is a lot of fun also. And um, here's the thing. I love caffeine. I hate coffee. Oh. I, I hate that it gives you bad breath. It stains your teeth. Mm. It, it even gives me kind of a stomach ache from the acid. Yeah, yeah. So I started using a product called No-Dose. No-Dose is 200 milligrams of caffeine. Now, if I swallow it, I kind of get a buzz in like 30 minutes. If mm-hmm. I chew it, I get a buzz in 10 minutes. So I thought, huh, it doesn't taste good. So I went ahead and I took a gumball and chewed up the caffeine tablet and thought, this is perfect. Hmm. So I made a caffeinated gumball and they're called Buzzballs. Nice branding. Yeah. And this is the part that we have in common. Chew it, do it. (laughs) I trademarked that. Did you? Did you really? Yeah, I own it now. I own it. Chew it, do it. So, uh, you know, your show is called? Screw it, just do it. (laughs) Yeah. So very close. So if you have my Buzzballs, you will be able to screw it and just do it much faster. <laughs> and if you want to get Buzzballs, you can go um, on buzzballs.com. Uh, this is, we actually have the product now. This yeah, is Michael my uh, favorite. Mm. This is my favorite flavor. This is a cinnamon. It's really yummy. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm super excited. I bet. So I'm I launching bet. two new products. And is that just in North America or will it be? International. Well, I think Poof will go international except for the UK 
because they mm-hmm. want you guys to have yellow teeth. And uh, <laughs> buzz balls, I think buzz balls will go international. Okay, yeah. Well, our, so our listenership just, is 160 countries, so it'll get somewhere for sure. Well, if you're in the U.S., you can buy buzz balls and poof here. And the third thing I'm going to say before I go, because I know we're running out of time, is you know we've mentioned Leap a few times. Leap is a motivational yeah. leadership program for high school and college students, 15 to 25. We run two programs concurrently. There's a, a live program at UCLA, and that will happen uh, July 17th to the 23rd this year. And there's a virtual program that runs concurrently. So uh, LEAP is amazing. I mean, this is a program that really changes kids' life. If you want more information, just go to leapfoundation.com and you can learn all about it and register there. And, um, and the I had last a, I, thing I... I had a good look at it as well, actually, because I was thinking of my 15-year-old daughter, and I think it's and, – and you'll know this, obviously, with, with your girls, but it's such a a key moment in their lives, that that age. Things can go in all sorts of different directions, and there's you know, a couple of red flags happening at the moment. And I read about that, and I thought, I would love to be able to come over to um, – and I used to come to L.A. twice a month for, like, 16 years, but right. I would love to like come over and put her on something like that would be phenomenal you know well you know what alex you should come come with her on friday we have a mentor workshop where the students get to sit with mentors and you could be a mentor in the workshop i bring in a hundred different professionals from all walks of life and the kids really get so there's a hotel on ucla campus now so she would stay in the dorms with us and you could stay right down the street in the hotel yeah so, wow. yeah, if you want to do that, I'll help you. And the last thing is uh, I have my own podcast. It's called Meet the Mentor. Yes, going to ask and, you about that. I saw that. Yeah. I today. Yeah. yeah. And we launched that, and we're in the top two and a half percentile of all podcasts worldwide. That's and I awesome. think it's because I cheated a little bit because my first few episodes were like Anthony Hopkins, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Kathy Bates, and da-da-da-da. So, cheating. Anyhow. Yeah. And um, I saw I saw that as well. And on the, the mentoring side of things, um, how is that? Because I've been I, mentoring changed the trajectory of my life from what I was doing to what I'm doing now, which I have a podcast agency. We have the podcast. I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. But I went from mentoring kids in schools through the YMCA program through to mentoring for Richard Branson's not for profit Virgin Startup. And then now, by the way. Years. Richard is speaking at LEAP this year. No, he's not. Yeah, he's my patient. Is he? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. He used to be my boss. We used to see him a lot. We used to see him a lot. Not so much now he lives on a private island, but we used to see him a lot back in the day. Um, That's amazing. Huh. Yeah. That's really interesting. So it's a last question for you because I know know, you've taken some time out at the start of your day to to, to speak to us here. But for, for me... Um, talking about like networks, my network that I've built through hosting nearly 500 episodes of this show and numerous live events has been life-changing for me. And it's something that I wish I was taught in school, like the power of, you know, building a network. Like some of the people I've interviewed on my show, people from, you know, like Dragon's Den, the equivalent of Shark Tank over there, and now become really good friends. And to have people in your back pocket on speed dial that could give you advice about any subject in the world. How have you built your network? And 
you know, what do you what do you wish that you'd been taught in school that maybe you hadn't? Um, I wish. I mean, it didn't even exist when I went to school. Like, I'm a dinosaur. Don't forget, like marketing. I would have loved to have learned marketing. I learned all the marketing I learned by trial and error, which right. isn't bad. But if I had had some great marketing courses, who knows? Mm. <laughs> right. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, awesome. Well, look, um, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. Um, just remind us again where to go to find out about uh, your new business ventures and the new products that, uh, that you're launching. So the easiest thing is, I'm probably the only person, well, I know I'm the only dentist with 1.3 million followers on Instagram, but I'm probably one of the only people on Instagram who actually answers all of my DMs. So if you have any questions for me, just go to my Instagram, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Um, But if you want buzzballs, it's buzzballs.com. If you want poof, it's poofwhitening.com. If you want me, it's drbilldorfman.com. If you want Leap, it's leapfoundation.com. I think that covers it. And my uh, podcast, (laughs) just wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Meet the Mentor. Yeah, and it it comes up with your name as well because that's how how I find your podcast as well. So Thank you, um, Alex. Well, look, appreciate your time, and I wish you uh, continued success, Dr. Bill. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you'd like to learn how to launch and grow your own number one rated podcast like this with zero experience, zero knowledge, and zero tech skills, come and join me at ultimatepodcastmastery.com where I've just launched for a limited number of people a brand new podcast membership course. So you'll get access to my Ultimate Podcast Mastery membership course. You'll get my digital workbook, my progress sheet, my launch checklist, and all of the nitty-gritty cheat sheets, templates, and scripts the Podpreneur way. You'll also get weekly live Q&A with me, exclusive WhatsApp group chat, and entry to my private Facebook group, as well as access to all my past interviews and trainings with special guests as well. This is available for a limited time for a limited number of people. So once it's gone, it's gone. But if you'd like to learn how to do exactly what I'm doing now, then I'll show you how. Head on over to ultimatepodcastmastery.com. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It, Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It, Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It, Just Do It, including all of our live events. 
I love hearing from you. If you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org, I promise to reply. Just give me a little time.